0: this is Liz, Sarah, and Annie, and this is Death by Dating. Hello, hello, hello! (laughs) What's up, everybody? It has been a long time. I know you probably think that we are trash because we've been avoiding making this podcast for so long. But what's up? It is Annie, Sarah, and Liz, and we are fresh out of quarantine, and we are ready to talk to you about everything that's been going on with our dating and our love lives in the last couple of months and possibly more than that huh yeah we're gonna we're gonna about to throw it way back <clears throat> strap in everybody <laughs> <laughs> pour that glass of wine now get your shots out yeah we have, <laughs> we have our drinks ready to go so we're feeling loose and we're feeling ready to get into it Um, But before we do that, we thought we should give you a little bit of an introduction to who we are and how we know each other. Why don't you start us off, Annie? (laughs) So (laughs) we're three teachers, actually, and we have known each other for several years. Yeah, two plus years at this point. We all work together, but we've become really good friends outside of work. And honestly, we started this podcast because we've had some pretty unbelievable experiences dating. And, and quite frankly, Annie, this is how we really got to know each other well, is through these terrible experiences. Yeah. We're three single women in our mid to late 20s trying to... <laughs> they're upset, I said late. Sorry. <laughs> trying to find... Dare I, right <laughs> <laughs> dare I say love? right now. Dare I say love in Denver? One could, I think more realistically, just like a stable relationship. Been very unsuccessful. If you will, that is a trigger. But, you know, let's let's get started, why don't we? Yeah, we're going to take you on our journey. And we thought since this is our first episode out of quarantine, we would talk about everything that's been going on in the last two months. Because even though we haven't been able to see people, we've still been chugging along on the apps in real life. And not virtual. me. virtual. Virtual, yeah. No, some of us. Not me. Take it no, away. Liz. Yeah. Liz, why don't you go ahead and let's go back to the beginning The beginning. Quarantine. Like week one, you came out fresh out the gate. Ha, you came out, I thought for sure this pun was about to lock him low. You were Tell made I'm for not. virtual. Mm-hmm. I had high hopes for quarantine. And I thought that because we had so much time on our hands, why not just open up all of the apps all at once and just start doing and what some What are we talking about? Can you give us a little bit more detail there? You know, Hinge, Bumble, and I even dusted off Tinder for a Ooh. while. There. We, listen, we all did because it was desperate times. <laughs> um, yeah, and I it was fun. Facetime dates are really fun, especially when you get someone who orders queso right to your door and you just. Eat it together <laughs> on zoom it's, it's, Wait, what actually happened with that one though? Because it sounded so promising, like Indeed. the fact that he sent food to your house. Yeah, I thought, if I recall correctly, it was like two in one day or two in two days. Like it was. Yeah, we in we hours. actually have never talked about what happened. Just fizzled out. Yeah, so we matched. Uh, Sarah's correct. We did have two dates in one day. We did one um, coffee date in the morning, and then we had a dinner date. The same day all virtual of course because it was right at the, the precipice yeah, of the time pandemic or, or, what we, talking? we did facetime for coffee and then we did zoom for dinner oh, and it so was fine so. but i don't know i just got kind of bored you so did you it. cut it off you just let it fizzle you just do the slow creep away trigger <laughs> no no that <laughs> too well over here too i don't know it's like it's the classic when they do everything Perfectly, you recoil. Yeah, it's no. like something must be wrong. A little boring. Yeah. You so, can't be happy. That's so, crazy. Yeah, DoorDash Daddy went out the window. <laughs> That's true. You know what? Daddy. That's a good point, though. We probably should talk about that. A lot of the guys we talk about, we might not say their actual name. We have a lot of, we date a lot of people, honestly. <laughs> so we come up with different nicknames for all of them based on, like, their job or their personality or, like, something that they do for us, so. Or something repulsive that gives them a nickname, you know, you never know. Yeah, so if you ever get confused, we're not using their real names, because we don't want to out anybody. So how did quarantine go for you, Sarah? Well, um, I mean, (laughs) you know, Sarah's got a boo! (laughs) Well, no, not quite. We're working on it. But, I mean... You came out strong right off of that, and I feel like I was more hesitant. I just got in my head about quarantine. I got nervous about, you know, actually going on social distance dates, and then it all went out the door. Um, you know, I, I opened back all the apps. Um, re- Talking the trifecta, the big the tri- trifecta. The huh? Hinge, tender, bumble, baby. Yeah, the trifecta back out. And, um, you know, the end of quarantine, you know, I was talking to a uh, Marine for quite a bit. And let me tell you, I haven't been clocked in the face with a fizzle out like that probably in a good couple of months. Like, it was, it went from all day, every day, morning text. To- to the goodnight text. What app was Everything. he from? He was a Tinder boy. Oh, weird, huh? But yeah, I don't. I truly. If you said what happened, I don't know. It just straight up fizzled, and we got to a point. It was just like, we're, we're, we're done with this. And you know what? I feel like it was a very mutual ghost. But mm-hmm. now, mutual, mutual I like ghost. Mutual ghost. Yeah. So, a mutual ghost is not. The worst, but it's also, it does get a little bit confusing, you know what I mean? So I don't know, I had a lot in and out, and now I'm talking to a different, um, boy that seems a little bit more promising, I shouldn't say boy, that sounds like a pedophile. <laughs> um, you know, uh, we'll see where that goes, but Yeah, we might have to kick you off this podcast episode. Yeah, just get locked down. Oh no. no, I (laughs) I did way too many stories to get kicked (laughs) off. That's true. You're like our gold mine. Yeah. I do think that it was hard though when you got bored in the middle of quarantine and thought, like, well let me just get back on these apps. It was kind of weird because there still wasn't the light at the end of the tunnel of when this was gonna all be over. So it... To me, at least, it felt kind of pointless. Well, and it's not quite fully over either. Like you right. know, like we're just—I feel like right now we're in a little bit of gray area. but I think now though, people are more comfortable seeing each other, mm-hmm. even if it's like with a mask or like the fright of it all. Yeah, but like in the middle, it felt like what was the point in keeping up, even talking to yeah. anybody? Because pen pals. Whoa. In disclaimer. All three of us on this podcast are very quick to initiate a date. Mm-hmm. We don't do that. Too the, quick. Too My quick, too quick, which bad. is why we have stories like we do, because it's truly mm-hmm. unbelievable. But we're not the type of people to text someone for two weeks before. Absolutely not. It's like a couple messages in and you have a date lockdown. Yeah, who has the time? And I mean, we're all teachers, so we're not going to sit there and. You know, text throughout the day. And and I don't know you. And what about sexual chemistry? Let's not forget about that, ladies. Like Sarah with the. the Yeah, Sarah with the push. I'm (laughs) serious, though. You need to be able to know and figure out is he a nipple clamper or not? You know? (laughs) Do you want to tell us more about that? You know, I think we'll get there, but you know (laughs) what I mean. Like, This is important. you got to figure it out. Yeah, I think I just don't really, like, click with people that often. So it's like I don't want to waste two weeks texting you. No, absolutely If the second we meet up, like, I know 20 minutes in if I'm cool with you or not. Exactly. So I'm not going to sit around and text you. I don't know you. I do think quarantine has been so hard for all of us because we all have that in common. we got to figure it out quick. And this, it's just, you know, it's presented a lot of challenges. Well, and you know, like, we talk about this all the time. With dating apps, it doesn't seem like men in particular know what they're looking for. And then you add the layer of the quarantine on top of it, and it's just what's going on. I know. Yeah, a lot of them nervous Nellies, you know? <laughs> if you will. What about you, Annie? Uh, How's the quarantine been for you and your. I don't know. Honestly, so I avoided all the apps at first. I was not on these virtual dates. I was not feeling that. Well, that seems a little bit odd. Don't let me walk you. But <laughs> you two were the people that were, you know, Sarah, get back on Tinder, bring it open. Well, please. eventually I caved and I opened up Tinder. But Hinge, I'd had, had. So all of us have been on these. The yeah, basically the trifecta. But t- Tinder is more new to all three of us. But we have been on Hinge and Bumble for probably like two years at least now. Two, two years for me. <laughs> the the guys. When you put that out there, the timeline. Can, okay, nod, sorry. Totally. <laughs> Obviously, I'm youthful one. I'm yeah, just so you would think you would be the one to get on the apps first out of this. No, I don't know. Like, that. it hasn't worked in two years. And so when quarantine started, I just, I don't know. I just wasn't feeling it. And especially if I couldn't meet up with anybody. Well, and I do want to just push us because when we say it didn't work, it didn't work for a long last relationship. Like, that has true. definitely That's worked true. for all of us, but for a different need. Thank you, you so much for that <laughs> reminder. Yeah, we've met some characters. Yeah, a lot of stories. <laughs> to go Quality off of characters. <laughs> Debatable. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So let's just want to clarify. Okay. Well, good push. So I didn't talk to anybody for a long time, but during the time that I was off the apps, I will say pretty much every single person that I've ever dated or like had a hookup with has reached back out to me in quarantine, which isn't shocking because there's nothing but time and you're alone. You reflect. You're on reflecting. All of the past. You're on social media, like you're seeing what people post. You're getting reminded of people.
1: Come out so. Of the
0: Mm -hmm. it's not that I like think that I'm amazing or really special but I think quarantine and like being alone for so long made people think like hey I should hit her up again and I'm like please don't um but yeah that was so that was kind of a weird experience having a bunch of people from the past like trying to come back in Mm -hmm. and talking to me what happened oh wait what are you up to oh wait What went wrong last time? Yeah, what went wrong? Like, I miss you in my life. I miss our connection. Like, would you want to hang out sometime? No. (laughs) Yeah, so... The double down never works. If it didn't work the first time, it's certainly not going to work. Right, and don't... You know, I've had people take different approaches. Like, some have come back in trying to rekindle, quote-unquote, like, a friendship. No. Mm -mm. And then I've had people straight up try to come back and be like i want to hang out with you again no Mm -mm. that's a no for me it's a no for both i get tricked sometimes i will name that now i do get tricked with this but during quarantine i don't want to you know get too on it but i feel like i've done a pretty good job with the double back of not going back to someone from the past Mm -hmm. yeah good job Not all of us can say that. We're like, do you want a trophy, Sarah? Yeah, like, where's the cookies? (laughs) Well, yeah. (laughs) No, but I did have one, like, one that was really, really awkward. Tell us. So in December, I had a really terrible hookup. (laughs) We're just going to get right into it. Yeah, bring it on. But also, like, can you tell us exactly what made it so terrible? Because I know. People want to know the details. Oh God! Yeah, go ahead and just. Do you want me is. to start it's from a, the beginning? A, a huge iceberg. Yeah, I think might as well. A little backstory. All right. Well, a lot of this is going to be familiar for Liz because she was there with me. Unfortunately, <laughs> there were witnesses. Indeed. <laughs> but so That's we nice. had we had our work um, our work holiday party, Uh-oh, and you know it was <laughs> sloppy there. Yeah. It sure did. stressed out teachers. Yeah, so it was at a brewery, and then after the brewery, we migrated to this really popular dance club, For the youths of. of the world, let's just throw this out there. This is for the young people of Denver. Young oh, people, young, young people, or kind of like sketchy older people, I would say. But I, I do think for this situation, we need to emphasize <laughs> <is> the youth. <laughs> the youth. So go we'll get it. into that in a second. So... Yeah, so we migrated to this dance club. Obviously, it was a lot of people from work, and we were all feeling very comfortable with each other. Shots (laughs) were ordered, put on the school card. We're all having a great time. And the night goes on. A teacher got kicked out for spraying a bottle of champagne. I mean, things were getting wild. People above us were, you know, dancing and making out with random people in the, the club. And so you know, my, I think it was my boss, (laughs) sounds so weird to say, but I think my boss set me up with this guy, I think he happened to be down the table from us, yeah, he kind of just like clung to the table, and you know, when you like, which is what I do, yeah, like a barnacle, if you will, it's like a bar barnacle, like you meet them, and they just hang out. And like, when he was with a group it? though, I think, if I remember. a couple people. He was with a couple people. Oh, she's going to go. Okay, I so don't know. My memory's Chris fuzzy, honestly. He was with two other characters, okay. oh, and yeah. they left and he chose to stay. Yeah. The a article. He, he knew know. what was going to go down and he was correct. <laughs> so, so, anyway, we ended up kind of like making out a little bit in the club a lot how deep were you I feel like this needs first of all known. though I just wanted to say, I want to say this right now he was not a good kisser and I could tell that in the club and I started to get a little scared mm. but I was very drunk and he was good looking he was a type that was familiar to me like the type of guy that I normally go for so I was like YOLO <laughs> so we ended up all leaving together, like, me and the closest group of work friends, and we went to a Mexican restaurant. Honestly, I barely remember it. I'm not even going to lie. It's a great taco joint on Colfax. Just <laughs> but, So we went there. We get home to my place, and then this is where it hold all on, goes on, on. wrong. We need to just add on here before <laughs> they get to the home. This is a guy who pulls out a wad of cash and flashes it to the whole taco joint and says, let me pay. I've got the money. It's gone. You know, he did have an Hermes belt, so I (laughs) (laughs) wasn't. So anyway, so we get back to my place, and then this is where I immediately knew something was wrong. Here's why. So we get back what <laughs> over here I know what's about to come and it is. okay this might be TMI but I'm sorry this is a podcast of all girls so you're just gonna have to hear this but I was at the end of my period so we get she back went, she went there, I right? went there you know what that we're about so to you about there to I get go. to know me very well so we get back and I go to the bathroom because so I'm like let me just check everything like it was done but I just wanted to be sure because yeah. I'm gonna hook up with someone that's courtesy well and you know the First hookup with somebody, you know, you don't just. Yeah, exactly. So I go into the, my bathroom, I'm in my own bathroom. I'm like making sure that everything is okay. I'm looking at myself in the mirror, as you do when you're extremely hammered, and you give yourself the pep talk. Have you guys ever done that? Oh, sure. Where yeah. you're like, you can yeah, do this, this. Happening. It's happening. You can do this. Mm-hmm. Like, stay in it. Stay focused get the bag, get out. Okay. That's what I was telling myself. So I'm looking at myself in the mirror, fixing my hair, checking everything down there is good. I'm looking in the mirror and I see my bathroom door open <laughs> and right away my stomach drops and he comes into the bathroom and I whip around and I'm like, what are you doing? What are you doing but in like, here? Also, what if- It had been two minutes earlier. He would have seen me checking my tampon. I know. Like hundred percent. I just the audacity, like that is very weird. Yeah, it's a little odd. And he was not as drunk as I was. So there was no there's no way that he like stumbled in. (laughs) He knew what he was doing. He knew what he was doing. So then he comes in, and I turn around, and I'm uncomfortable, obviously, because I'm like pulling up my tights and checking my hair. And he <laughs> comes in and looks at me, and you know what he says? He says, "Tell us. tell the people." He said, he goes, "Were you fingering yourself?" <gasps> oh, what a lie! Like, were you fingering yourself for me, or something like that? No. And I was like, no, but I didn't want to tell <laughs> him what I was doing. I didn't want to see what I'd been doing, so I just oh, no. moved on. Well, naturally, what else are you going to do? Also, like, not a normal situation. You're like, I've not know three hours, you go to the bathroom, or... they, wait. they wait. Yeah, they wait for the right That's part. like an unspoken rule. You're like, oh, yes. I'm going to go freshen up, aka let me prepare the temple. Right. <laughs> so that's why I was so thrown off when he came in. It was like. I literally was staring at myself in the mirror and I it was like it was in slow motion. I watched my door open and his head come around the corner. Like a horror dog. I'm telling you but seriously, like he set the mood for that night to be awful. Because <laughs> right away it was a weird thing to do. Yeah. The vibe's off. The so vibe was off. What happened though? You so, were so you, you get yeah, out of the bathroom. So we get out of the, Are bathroom. You in the bathroom. you grab him and move him out of the bathroom? I we we made it out of the bathroom Oh I, I think I pulled, well, I pulled him out. you made it out or you made out in? No, we made it out of the bathroom to my bedroom. No. I needed a second because I was like, I was very thrown off. So we moved to my bedroom and then it gets worse. So we start making out. It was okay. It wasn't great. He's not a great kisser. Okay, let me just say from a person who watched them make out at the bar, Third party. Third party. It was horrifying. Oh, so. no. And it wasn't it me. More. Like, no. Why? It was, like, very sloppy, very, oh, like, a lot yeah. of head movement oh. and, like, a lot of wet. He didn't tongue. know what, he did not know what to do with his tongue, which was a theme throughout the night. A uh, trigger. I can feel it and I can see it. Tell us more. So, so <laughs> then we moved to the bed. Making out's not great. He starts going down on me. It was horrible it was very aggressive very no one no it was like a so it was terrible he starts fingering me it's a jackhammer oh no and it was like I'm telling you again TMI but there is truly nothing I love more than getting fingered and it was absolutely a horrible experience and I have never been fingered like that in my life and it was so bad that it actually triggered my period a week (laughs) early like that's how bad it was because it was seriously like a piece of machinery like jabbing me but that's just it like here's the thing it can be so great and it can also at the same time be horrible horrible and kill the entire mood blingo done. Right, and I think I was hopeful because honestly, everyone I've been with besides him has been great at fingering, so I was not expecting that. That's child's play at this. I mean, at this, there's it's just stages in the game. Yeah, you should know. Well, what you're then doing. you know we found out some things later. That why did you explain <laughs> That's for we, the end. Why don't we keep the story? <laughs> so, down we'll so the fingering was it was so bad that I actually like I was saying out and I. Pulled myself up and, like, kind of threw him back and got on top of him. After that and say, yeah, it's my turn. It was yeah, so bad I think, that I was Gini, like, "You can save this." So I get on top of him and I'm grinding on him and I'm making out with him, you know, pulling his shirt off, doing the whole thing, and then he double hand chokes me. Two hands, okay, both hands. I don't mind choking a little bit. Light we get choking. into that later. But it was a double hand choke, and I got like <laughs> scared a little bit because it was very aggressive. I'm hammered. Like, I'm hammered. It's a lot. Nothing you know, has been for three hours. Three hours. Nothing has gone well so far. I'm not turned on at all because I'm in pain from everything that happened previously, and I'm so scared about the bathroom. <laughs> so he double hand chokes me. And then he attempts to start talking dirty. No, no, well. And uh, s- And that's the keyword, word, isn't it? Attempts. 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 No, know it didn't go well. No, he could have said like, oh, uh, like, fuck, that feels so good. Like, no. He decides <laughs> to come out of the gate and is like, call me your daddy. I'm your daddy now. And starts saying all of this stuff to me and wants me to say it. And... <laughs> Did you? Absolutely not. So did you respond? Though? I know. Like I that? I literally threw myself off of him. Did you get like also, a sock and just shove it in his mouth. No. So I <laughs> threw myself off of him, and then I was like, "Do you have the condom?" Because I just wanted to get it over with. <laughs> and I'm he you made it this far. <laughs> he I didn't. Mean. I know. I shouldn't have. But <laughs> it was a rough night, and he didn't really? have a condom
1: and was trying he was like
0: yeah yeah he was like I'm clean I'm clean like let's just blah 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 and I'm a paranoid person and you should be yeah so I was not about to do that with him and I ended up just having to kick him out and I his phone was dead it was a whole thing So I had to call his Uber. I ordered his Uber. He was completely paranoid that I was going to cancel it, like, the second that he left my door. So he kept trying to ask me. He was like, you're not going to cancel it, right? You're not going to leave me stranded outside, right? And I was like, I'm not going to do that. I'm a good person. I just pushed him out the door, basically. (laughs) But one thing that I also forgot to mention is the entire time we were, quote, unquote, hooking up, because we weren't really, I didn't do anything for him. (laughs) <laughs> he didn't do anything for you not yeah. really yeah. He, he thinks he did but it was all terrible he was asking me really invasive personal questions about my previous relationships how many people i've dated how many people i've slept with why did my last relationship and what went wrong what? all of this stuff and if you know me i'm a very like closed off person You're and so really i like was you no know, not at all i was not Understanding why he was asking me this stuff for like a first time hookup, like I don't even talk about some of that stuff with like boyfriends. Yeah, Mm -hmm. like uh, a little inappropriate though. You don't pull those questions out on the first. I don't even want to say date because it wasn't, but like the first interaction. No, I mean, and we're adults at this point. You don't ask about that stuff, right? You're a child. We're not in our teens. (laughs) Well, speaking of child, though, so he ended up he ended up leaving. Messaged me. We didn't have each other's numbers and he didn't see where I lived because I ordered his Uber to get him back home. So he didn't have my address or anything. But he had added himself on my Instagram when we were still in the club. So he had my Instagram. So I woke up the next morning and he had messaged me. First of all, I threw up a lot (laughs) from the alcohol and he messaged me and was like, how did you sleep? Like, how are you? I had fun last night, which is crazy because I kicked you you out. Yeah. Like, Like you know that it didn't go well. It did not go well. Anybody knew that. And I never responded to him and he messaged me a couple months later. Again, same thing. I never responded. I should have just removed him at that point, but I just. I don't know, I just didn't, I don't know why I honestly thought he I thought that he'd get the hint and would just be like one of my silent followers but then honestly like at the end of my quarantine at least before I um, came back here he messaged me again and was like I would love to hang out with you I want to see you and I just straight up removed him because it's June now I quote unquote hooked up with you in December, get the hint But, but like, can we go back? Because I know that we haven't discussed the follow-up. Well, so I was trying to put the piece... I know you followed up the next day. Who was this man? Well, we we were trying to put the pieces together, right? Because I was, like, when he was asking me all these invasive questions, he was like, well, I've slept with five people, and I dated five girls. And I was like, there is no way because it was that bad. I'm like, you haven't, there's no way you've dated anybody if that's how you're treating a woman's body. It was literally like a jackhammer. And so I started texting all the people that I was all my work colleagues that I was at the club with, and I was explaining what happened. And take it away, Liz, because you're the one that really connected the dots for me. So here's, let me just have a little side note here. The three people running this podcast could also double as, you know, (laughs) private investigators, forensic scientists, maybe not so much Sarah, but she's (laughs) learning. So when we need to find out information about a person, we find it. So with all of this that went down, it kind of came out and we've discovered that this character from the bar, Mm. drum roll please, (laughs) was? was 21 years old. And now that a, fresh 21. a fresh 21 he had just turned 21 keep long. in mind i was 23 at this time so it's not like i was that much of a predator but it was very awkward but it's okay because annie is kind of an old soul and that's why she fits in with our group so well but the problem is now that you look back at the situation now that we know that he's 21 everything that led up to you pushing him out of the door. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Yeah. were huge red flags of his age. So, like, mm-hmm. him asking inappropriate questions, him taking a play out of the most recent porno he watched. Absolutely. And him still thinking that after an interaction it like that, well. he yeah. could still message you. Six months later to keep pursuing it, which is why I've come up with a theory that I think he was a virgin. Mm. And I think that he still hasn't lost his virginity and sees me as, a, like, the person that he wants to take it because we've had this, like, past encounter because like together you in a sense. because no one else, like, nobody our age that's not a virgin would still be pursuing something that died six months ago. Or come in that hot. I mean... You know, to each their own, everyone likes what they like, but to, to go double chokehold with someone that you met three hours ago is a it's lot. It's a lot. And to to be trying to make you call me daddy, No, you call the, me daddy. First, <laughs> the, the first time I'm hooking up with you, that's not what your first hookup with someone is supposed to be. And we could do an entire podcast On about that, that yeah. because there is a way that it should go and things like Are appropriate to do and are not appropriate to do the first hookup, but I mean, that's a lot. I think, I think Liz hit it out of the park. It was porn, Yeah, yeah, totally. That's just, yeah, there's that could be a whole other episode as well, absolutely. So, that was one of the people that tried to crawl back into my life during quarantine and you know, had to hit him with the remove. So, now where are we at?
1: We already know about
0: Sarah. Sarah's almost in love, so she's. <laughs> well, about we're gonna have on. a vacant seat. Unbelievable! You know that <laughs> Do you want, you want to talk about that I... a little bit, though? How do you meet this guy? No, I think like we build to it, maybe episode two or three. Maybe like, you like, tell us. Okay, after- maybe just... the aftermath. Oh, we'll save it for the next episode because you're seeing each other well, this and, weekend. Like, I'm guilty always of just. Oh, I'm in love. Oh, that's my (laughs) next boyfriend. It takes one date for me to go all in. And given that's not every time, but... This one in particular, I'm a big fan. So, you know, we'll have to see where it goes. Yeah, and we'll see. I know, it's okay. funny, though. It's I think one thing that's cool about this podcast is all three of us have very different perspectives. Like, I couldn't be more opposite of that. Mm-hmm. I get turned off by everything. Well, same, but here's the difference. It's, like, the initial versus, like, two weeks, three weeks in. And I'm like, oh, I'm bored? Done. Move on. You know? Do you think this would, would have been different if you met him? outside of a quarantine time. Well, I think, like, this is why I feel like I can't quite talk about this yet because we haven't – I mean, all we've done is made out. Like, we need to have some sexy time first to understand, like, is this, you know – Yeah, that's, uh, like, crucial for you, I feel like. Oh, for sure. I've had some terrible encounters, and, like, we need to go here and see if that's going to be viable. Like, that is – I mean – It's, you can't, we've all had the glass shatter Mm. above us because of terrible sexual encounters. And, you know, it's important. Got to get there first, and then we'll uh, discuss. I will say, though, I feel like at least for me, and I think maybe for Liz, too, because we've kind of talked about it, I think quarantine was a huge wake-up call of, like, coming out of it wanting to find a boyfriend and find someone to, like, if we were ever in a, you know, a case that was similar to this, like, being able to spend it with someone. I mean, it was a lot of time alone, and I think mm-hmm. that's why a lot of couples broke up during this time because you really were forced to, like, sit in your relationship and question if Constantly you're happy. not leave, Like, it's literally No, no literally. distraction, yeah. working together, working from home in the same place. Like, it made a lot of people break up, but I think for us single people – it also really made us realize how single we truly are, and how much we don't want to be single. Yeah. You know, we're yeah. not single for lack of effort. Let's no. just say that it's just it's it's hard out on these streets. It's very difficult in Denver, especially. Yes, I feel like you. We get a lot of different characters, but I think the biggest one, and not like speaking from a quarantine perspective, but just in general, is like. I don't want to call them thug boys because, like, that's not my style at all. But it, you get, like, this everybody. And I'm guilty. I know we all are guilty of this, too. It's just like, well, is this perfect? Mm, is it great? Mm, like, on to the next one. you know, find the fault and move on, you know? Guilty. Yeah, it's easy. You just do that. Back away. Yeah. Uh, am I in this? Not and there's so many young people in Denver now. Like so many people have moved here that I think people are always chasing the next best thing because mm-hmm. these apps make it so easy yeah. that if one thing goes wrong or you're not getting that like hundred percent sure feeling, well, I'll just fire up Bumble again yeah. and talk to fifty swipe, different swipe guys. Down. Yeah. Yeah. Spend a weekend going out with people, getting drinks and. So people are very quick to bail and very hesitant to fully get clean. into yeah. something. Mm-hmm. Everybody. I feel like it's like everybody has massive commitment issues and that's just it, right? It's one side of the, spectrum, the fence or the other. It's those that are in a deep, long relationship and they're in it. And then it's all of us on the other side of just, you know, yeah. commitment issues. And I feel like coming from the Midwest to Denver It's very surprising to me to still see people, especially men, who are 32, 33, 34, still trifling on these apps, Mm -hmm. and it's very normal here. Mm -hmm. We were talking about this yesterday, of these men are on these apps, and it seems like they're on there because they think that's what they should be doing Mm. at this stage in their life. They should be finding someone to settle down with, maybe start a family, but is that actually what they want to be doing? So then we have like a... One foot in, one foot out situation of like, well, you're here, so aren't you interested? But then they don't put in any effort, and so then it gets very confusing, and it's this horrible cycle. But it's great because we have all this material to talk about in our podcast. Yeah. The heartbreak, <laughs> the heartbreak equals content. And for those of you who don't know, Denver has been voted, what, four or five years in a row, the worst city in America for dating. So, here we are in the thick of it. Ready to tell you why. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> honestly. There's just very specific types of guys here. Like, the fuckboys, like Sarah said. The stoners. The wooks. The wooks. But, like, <laughs> clean cut, huh? you know. Yeah, Real turvide. Like, like yeah. the pataguchi kings. Yeah. Pataguchi yes. kings, yeah. yes. Well, it sexual a a big one. Huge, gotta have the beard and the flannel, yeah But honestly, they all still have that fuckboy streak, though. Like, you're never safe. Yes. Yeah, like, no, you never. might see tacos and think you're okay. Yeah, you know? you're like, oh, you're earthy. You know? you're earthy. You're earthy. You have a stable job. Like, you hang out with your family. Nope, they're still fuckboy. No, Do you not get tricked. Oh, we get tricked by the time. Buffalo Tech. Like, time. they yeah. still yeah. suck. Yep. <laughs> but hey, that's why we're here. Well, thanks for joining us for episode one. We'll see you next time. Yeah, if you have any questions, because we're thinking about starting a question segment, feel free to message us on Instagram. Maybe we'll figure out how to do one of those submit things on our story. And you can type your questions, because we've had some people text us individually, but we'd love to hear if you want our take on anything. What would we do? Yeah. Happy to answer it. We'll stay tuned for the next one. And, uh, you know, keep on swiping.